1: everybody welcome to another episode of lemme know i'm your host angel let and first episode of 2021 how you guys feeling hopefully you guys are having a great month so far or a couple weeks of this year i know it has been rough very rough for some of us might be wondering why didn't i put out episode last week well i just didn't feel like it to tell you the truth, with everything that was going on in the world, I didn't feel it was right, you know, just like the Black Lives Matter um, episode, or like when those events happened, I didn't think it was right for me to take away from what's going on, so, so, you know, I decided, you know what, let me put out this episode, and I didn't want Veronica to be overshadowed by the events, so, you know, some people could say, why, why not, you know, it could be a distraction, but I don't think you guys should be distracted about what's going on in the world. This podcast is a distraction, I guess, and but it's also a way for you guys to know about people that are following a dream, following uh, a goal. And to in with Veronica Lopez. Veronica Lopez is a 23-year-old Mexican-American actress and writer, born to two immigrant parents in a family of seven. She has had a love for words and stories since she was a little girl. And has been writing for as long as she can remember. It wasn't until she started journalizing for her therapy sessions that something deeper started to come through, and she realized that she had a way with metaphors and unique imagery, which was the birth of her poetry. When she's not writing, she spends her time trying to follow her dream of becoming an actress in both theater and film. She's excited to be publishing her first book, Lightning in a Bottle. And she also hopes to make some kind of difference in the world using her voice, art, and self-expression. And if that doesn't give you chills or inspire you, I really don't know what will. Because 23 years old, published author, and she's following her dream. I don't... First of all, when I was 23, I was getting my heart broken. I was going to school, but I mean, I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm 30. I'll be 31 this year, and I still don't know what I want to pursue. And just for her to know know that she has something, yeah, she has a gift, and she's willing to share it by writing this book, and I'm, I'm sure writing this book wasn't easy. So 23 years old, I don't know. I don't know how. How to convince you you know at that age, what were you doing? Think about it? What were you doing at twenty three and if you're under twenty three what are you doing right now to to like set yourself apart from everybody else and I'm proud of her, so hopefully you guys are proud of her too. make sure you go grab her book. It's available at amazon prime and if if you guys have a Kindle or you know Amazon on your tablet, it's only two dollars two ninety nine I think or three dollars so Make sure you grab her book, you know, at the end of the day, you're supporting an independent artist, somebody that's wanted a dream, and we could all use that money, right? Especially right now when jobs aren't, you know, available as they used to be. She could just write her book, go to school, focus on her life, and, you know, just pursue, pursue that happiness that she, you know, she's trying to, and we're all trying to set something, you know, we're trying to be happy, so make sure you go support her you can find her at she period veronica lopez on instagram and also make sure you go check out her playlist um once you get the book if you get the book you will get the book so once you get the book uh you're gonna see songs on the bottom so listen to the song and her poetry will make more sense see like it's already great awesome amazing but you know if you tie in with the music it's even gonna blow your mind even more so make sure you go grab her book and as you're going through it make sure you're listening to the song that she puts you know for that page you know, she's like you, you gotta think of, look at all this stuff that she thought about when she wrote her book and let's say you don't want to type it up you know it has a QR QRS code I think um, Or all you do is gotta scan it and boom, it'll pop up. The playlist will pop up. You can just listen to it and be in the world that she wants you to be while um, you're reading her book. So, like I said, make sure you go check it out. Make sure you grab her book. And, you know, like I said, I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna, I wanna make sure she had her day. I wanna give her her roses. I wanna make sure you guys give her all your attention Last week, you know, we had the invasion at the Capitol. And, you know, a lot of us wanted to know what the fuck's going on. You know, if it was a person of color, you guys might have got shot. You know, especially with that many people that were there vandalizing. And that's vandalism. Yeah, you could over here, you know, when the riots were going on, we're stealing. I guess they were stealing. But, like, this government stuff, they're saying, like, Nike and, and... you know, and Adidas and shit like that. This is, like, the government. And to see how easy it was for them to break through. Like, lick the message that they're sending to, like, other countries to invade us. You know, so, you know, just be careful out there. Don't, don't be part of the problem. Be the solution, just like Veronica. She's putting out art for you guys to relax, to set yourself in a nice mood. And you know what? I'm going to give a, a copy of her book. So, um, the way you're going to win is all you got to do is add me on Instagram and Facebook at, uh, Veronica on Instagram and just put a little emoji. And if you could help me out, help us out, make sure you share this podcast. That's at podcast episode, um, with everybody that, you know, and make sure you leave a five-star review on iTunes. And if you want to support the show financially, I do have merch. Um, you can get that at teespring.com. Um tspring.com slash let and if you want to support the show more for free i do give out free stickers so make sure you go um, add me on instagram send me a dm or email me at let on gmail.com all right guys that's it hopefully you guys are having a great month like i said and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode but before we, we do that let's listen to a song
2: The sky's not blue, it's violent rain And in my world The people on the street Don't know my name In my world I'm seven feet tall And the boys always call And the girls do too Because in my world Constantly, constantly having a breakthrough (laughs) Or a breakdown, or a blackout, would you make out with me Underneath the shelter of the balcony Cause I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone I just need everyone and then some I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone I just need everyone and then some Wish I could see what it's like to be the blood in my veins Do the insides of all of my fingers still look the same? when i am touching you and when my hair stands on ends it's saluting you the blush in your cheeks says that you bleed like me and the 808 beat sends your heart to your feet left my shoes in the street so you'd carry me through a breakdown Through a breakdown or a blackout, would you make out with me on the floor of the mezzanine? Cause I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone, I just need everyone and then some. I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone, I just need everyone and then some face is full of spider webs, all tender, yellow, blue. And still, with one eye open, well, all I see is you. I left my daydreams at the gate because I just can't take them too. No, my heart still has a suitcase, but I still can't take it through. I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone, I just need everyone, and then some.
1: what's up everybody welcome back so hopefully, hope you guys enjoy that song today i'm sitting with veronica lopez she's an actress a writer she just most recently released her book lightning in the bottom and she was also featured on the latinx portrait project brought to you by alegría magazine so welcome thank you for being here veronica appreciate it um appreciate that you're just taking some time out your day to talk to me
0: hi thank you for having me this is such a great opportunity.
1: Um, Well, um, first of all, before I get into my my ramblings and my probing and, you know, just me being curious, um, I want to know how your day is.
0: My day's good. had a good cup of coffee, just been chilling, mostly.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, tell us about yourself. Tell us um, how you got started. Yeah, basically, first, tell us about yourself, as much as you want.
0: Uh, My name is Veronica Lopez. I am a 23-year-old poet and actress. I come from a Mexican family, my two parents, uh, two brothers, and two sisters. Um, I'm number four out of five. Uh, I currently live in the Inland Empire in California. Um, Yeah, I recently published my first book.
1: Yeah, so how do you feel? Like When did you release it?
0: um it was officially out about a week before december okay
1: so, so pretty it, it's been
0: it's been out a while yeah, yeah. a little bit um
1: yeah. how do you, how do you feel now that it's out i'm sure it was like a ordeal you know maybe a, a little bit of a headache trying to like decide what was going to go into your book but now that it's on how do you feel
0: um it feels it's weird but in a good way um because I've been working on this book for seven months. Um, But I've had like the dream of publishing a book since for as long as I can remember, I just never knew it would be a poetry book. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's crazy to have something so personal because poetry is so personal um, out in the world. Even if it is short, it is like a perfect representation of who I am. And it's, it's scary, but exciting and just strange. It's a whole new ballpark for me.
1: And how, why poetry? I mean, you, you mentioned you want to be a writer. You could have done short stories, maybe like a children's book. But like what made you want to do poetry?
0: Um, I always thought I would publish like a fiction book. Mm. I was super into like Twilight back when I was 13 years old. Wanted to publish something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but then around the beginning of 2019 um, I started going to therapy and my therapist suggested that I start journaling to get my feelings out and to see like what progress I can do and like poetry started coming out and I had written a little bit of poetry like in college in like 2015 a little bit here and there but it wasn't good But for some reason, I guess I had a lot to say like these past two years and I started writing a lot, made like a whole Google doc about it. And then I met Divina through Alegria magazine and my, my sister, my older sister was the one who, who found Alegria and was like, Hey, they're doing like this contest, like poetry contest. You should totally enter. And that's how I got published. Um, in the Latinx Poetry Project. And then Davina was like, hey, you wanna join my class to to publish your own book? Because I made some comment about like, one day I'll write my own poetry book. And it just kind of happened so fast. I Like I said, I didn't think it would be poetry first, but I guess it all aligned. I met Davina, I found Alegria and here i am <laughs> mm. i i through her workshopping class i i wrote some more i dug deep and i created a collection of about 80 poems and that's cool yeah it's
1: cool that um just you explain therapy not a lot of people i mean first of all like 23 and you're a, a published author not a lot of people can say that so congrats on that thank you i i think um I was getting my heart broken by my first girlfriend at 23 years old. So, I mean, you're, you've you done way more at 23 than I, I mean, I still haven't done much, but still like that, that's a great, you know, that's something that definitely you can put on your resume if you, d- I mean, I don't know if you're pursuing a, a higher education, but for sure, you know, when once you apply, I don't think a lot of, a lot of like um students are putting down on the resume that I'm a published author. So, congrats.
0: oh yeah, for sure. I am actually. I'm going back to community college right now. Okay. And so I'm applying to transfer. So hopefully that'll help me get into good schools.
1: I mean, don't 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 be shocked when they're fighting for you because that, that's a great like something big, you know, like I said, 23 and you already published the book. So, um, so you mentioned you, you got into poetry because of therapy. So like what were you writing about when like at first, you know, I'm sure it was just you writing a bunch of thoughts out. Just so you get the hang of writing, but like once you start to develop, you know that muscle, that poetry muscle. Like, what were the things that you were touching on, or talking about, writing about?
0: Oh yeah, Um, a lot of the first stuff that came out was like childhood stuff or my depression, um, anxiety. Just because I felt a lot of pressure because of school. growing up and so it was a lot yeah it was a lot about a lot of dark stuff that came out first a lot of angry stuff and my book it does delve into a lot of dark stuff too but I feel like people should know that there there are worse <laughs> there are worse things in my journal that um are really sad um but then when I honed that muscle I I don't know. I, I started like personifying how I felt and really digging deep. And then I, I also got my heart broken <laughs> at 23. So I feel that. Um, and I started writing about that. And I don't know, like I, it became more of a thing. It was a way for me to express myself because I could talk about how I felt, but it wasn't really pure as when I would write poetry about it. Um it helped me express myself in a way that I couldn't before because I'm someone who keeps a lot of things in and I'm someone who who has a hard time talking but through actual words on paper I, I could do that much better if That makes sense.
1: <laughs> Are you still writing or like once this this I'm this you published a book like where most of your poetry that you mean you were writing in the past
0: that you use it up um right now I, I am writing. I I created a separate Google Doc now that's like post lightning in a bottle. That way it doesn't get all mixed up. And right now, um I guess how I feel in quarantine because that's been affecting me, like the pandemic. Um any anything that comes up because this publishing this book wasn't easy, especially for my family, because it's it's a lo- I do talk about a lot of personal things, and my family is very secretive, and they want to keep everything in the family. And I know that that's a thing amongst min- minorities a lot, where it's like we keep it we keep it secret and keep it yeah. safe. And so, me publishing a book was a lot, mm. and just any feelings that came out of publishing this book, I'm writing about that and whether or not they'll make it into a second book i don't know but i do plan on writing a many books
1: many and, books oh you just mentioned your family i was gonna ask you like what do they feel like i mean how do they feel once i mean you pretty much answered it like trying to like hush hush like but are they have they said that they're proud of you for at least writing the book or um like yeah tell me how what, what was the response you know um uh, with it with your family
0: Um, I doubt they'll listen to this, but, um, (laughs) it was half and half. It was half like, I'm proud of you and half like, I don't know. I don't really agree with this. Mm. So, um, my mom's been really, really supportive. She read it. She cried, Mm -hmm. but she said she really liked it. Um, uh, my, my brother, my older brother, he, he liked it. He said he was proud of me, but uh, there's some stuff (laughs) about the book that, like, I I mentioned. Um, Yeah, it was, it's 50-50. It, it, like, it does hurt a little bit to talk about because I I wish that, like, everybody would be proud of me. But, um, and I'm sure they are, but I know that the, the, it's still, like, a sore topic, the book itself. But I try to remind myself that my target audience isn't necessarily my family; it's other people like me, and I'm trying to get it out there for people like me.
1: And hey, well, for what it's worth, I'm proud of you. Like, like I said, <laughs> 23 years old, you wrote a book. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people say they're going to write one, but they never do. They they die with that wanting you know with that regret that they never really accomplished that you know what what was mm-hmm. their dream you know writing a book so you just taking this step at 23 that's like one thing you could check off your your bucket list you know so congrats yeah. on that like i said i'm proud of you i mean this is the first time we talk so i'm proud thank you yeah yeah you. um so okay mommy i mean um just the topics themselves and by the way, I didn't mean, like, I didn't say mommy. I know it kind of has sounded like mommy, but I, just, <laughs> like, okay. I was thinking, like, a lot of my words got rumbled together. I just want to clarify that. All right. Just in case, you know, somebody <laughs> heard something. <laughs> um, and like, like, can you tell us about the topics that you're writing about? You don't have to go deep into the subject. I mean, the actual poetry itself. But like, what are some, I guess, subjects or topics that you're writing, like, that you're hitting on, on lightning in the bottle?
0: hmm um the main topic is mental health Mm -hmm. um I talk a lot about my like what I dealt with as a child and depression um I'm diagnosed with bipolar disorder and so I write about that and the the two different sides of bipolar disorder and um identity trying to figure myself out and how like I lost myself at a certain point and like how I found myself later and I delve into toxic relationships and breaking free from toxic relationships and then at the end it's like accepting myself a little like I'm still a long ways away from like loving myself but um, I did try to end this book with empowerment and with a sense of like where do we go from here like we, we we have like a good place to start here now that we've kind of accepted ourselves like where do we go and so yeah it's a lot of dark things that I talk about but I like to think that only half of the half of the book is dark and then the other half is like it gets better um but I think I try not to dwell on like the the sad parts because I don't know I, I want people to not be afraid of the dark things. That's the whole point of the book.
1: I have a, a similar thought, but my, mine's at night, like the night itself. Like, I, I have, I mean, I have peace at nighttime because it's so dark. I mean, the dark swallows the light, and it just feels comfortable for some mm-hmm. reason. So, I could, I agree with you. You know, doesn't it, because it's dark that's mean it's bad. It's good. You know, you just gotta look to I mean you gotta look into it deeper, you know. Just think about it a little deeper and you'll find you'll find that light. Cause there's stars, so there is light in the dark. It's just it's mostly dark, but don't be afraid. Just go through with it and you will find those little little specks of light and just focus on that. And then it'll lead you to the morning and then the sun will shine again, I guess. I should be a poet.
3: I always get
1: I I always get I always like Mm. whenever I do like I like doing Interviews with poets because I myself get all poetic. I like,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <I> like that. <laughs>
0: Good practice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to know about the name um, "Lightning in a Bottle." So, well, how did you come up with that? I mean, what inspired that name? Why did you choose that name?
0: Um, the origin is a little nerdy. I there's this show that I really love called The Witcher. I don't know if you've heard of it, but yeah. um, there's this part where like the witches are trying to capture lightning in a bottle Mm -hmm. and the whole thing with the witches is that they're supposed to control their chaos but then on the last episode without spoiling anything um, the teacher is like forget the bottle Mm -hmm. let your chaos explode Mm -hmm. and that phrase stuck with me for a long time and then I don't know when I was thinking of a name for the book that phrase kept repeating in my head and I was like, Oh, like lightning in a bottle. Cause that's how I feel. I feel like I, for a long time I was trapped, like whether I trapped myself in it or society standards, like trapped me in that bottle. I don't know, but, um, I, I did feel like I was caged. And then with this book or, or with therapy, I, I kind of break out of it. Like, either it's in an instant or slowly, but I wanted the whole thing to be, like, let your chaos explode. And so, yeah. I
1: thought you were going to say it's, like, that Christina Aguilera song. I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, you. like,
0: Genie in a Bottle.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, you just switched it <laughs> <too. that> up. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, talking about, you know, that I'm a musician in song, like, in every page, you have a musician in the song, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I've never seen that before. So can you tell me why and what, I mean, why did you do that? What? Yeah. Give me the info. Cause I, I'm really curious about that.
0: Yeah. I love music. Always have. I love like singing, dancing, listening to it. Ever since I, I was little. And I'm a big playlist maker. And so... I don't know. It just felt right to me. I I knew that if I published a book, I would make a playlist for it. Mm -hmm. And so that was the idea. And then while I was thinking of ideas for my book, when I initially had, like, I think it was before I met Davina. And I was trying to come up with an idea for a poetry book. I was like, I want, I want a song for each poem so that people can understand it better like there there's my words sure but also like for it for people to find the deeper meaning in it i want people to listen to this song so they just know Mm -hmm. so they understand it even better better and it's more of an experience and i don't know i thought that was a cool idea i wasn't sure if it would work but according to everyone who's read it thus far it's a really cool idea It Um, it is.
1: (laughs) Have you have you experimented with that? Listening to the song and maybe reading the poem at the same time yourself?
0: Not at the same time, wow. but I have. Like I did it a, a few times when I was um, putting the manuscript together. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure that the songs I picked were perfect. That way, mm-hmm. I didn't regret it later when it was published. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, I should have chosen this song. So I I did kind of do that. As I was flipping through each page over and over, I was going through the playlist. And so in a way, yeah, I, I have experienced it that way. And but not at the same time.
1: <laughs> but and um I I noticed as soon as you open it, there's like a, I don't know what it's called, but that code, like you scan it.
0: Oh yeah, a QR code.
1: Yeah, well what's that about? Like I don't even know how to I don't even know how to use it. So oh. I wanna know. I wanna use like your book to the fullest effect. So tell me how I could like u- utilize my phone or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You just open your camera and you like hover the camera over the QR code and it like at the top oh. it'll have a link and you oh. just click on it and it'll take you to the playlist.
1: Oh, the playlist of this oh what I yeah. thought was you reading it, I was like, oh, is it an audiobook? It's also awesome, but that's cool. All right. Well, there yeah. you go, people. Good thing I asked. Yeah. yeah. I well, honestly, yesterday I went to the grocery store and I saw uh the QR code. Is that what it's called?
0: yeah
1: I, I saw it like on something and i, I did that I, I got my cell phone and i tried like i opened the camera app and i tried scanning but nothing happened i was like well like how am i gonna do this like i wanted like before i interviewed, you, i wanted to know what it was about but i mean i didn't want to i'm i was too lazy to google it i probably could have googled it but <laughs> yeah but yeah but that is a cool idea I this is the first time I've seen that. Like, I, mean, I've, I bought a couple books from Alegría Magazine. Um, some of my friends, like I mentioned before, um, they are published by Alegría too. They published their books also, mm-hmm. but I didn't see them do that. And that's cool, that's creative. I really like that, I, I don't yeah. know, that's awesome. Like, I, like you, you thought of something like unique and as far as I'm concerned, I, I haven't seen it with anybody else, so cool. Congrats on that! Yeah, that's
3: good. Thank <laughs> you.
1: And um, well, I want to talk about the poem that you wrote for alegria magazine. It was more melanin than in the media, correct?
0: Yeah, more melanin in media.
1: So, tell me how you came up with that. Um, cause that's true. I could identify definitely with that. I know you're an actor, um, an actress, or actor, however you identify. Um, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, but like was it something personal that you were seeing like like you being an actor yourself and not maybe not getting those roles that you you were originally going for maybe getting a, a lesser role that you like you noticed that oh man yeah. like there's not not a lot of you know dark skin people or darker skin you're light mm-hmm. you know brown or whatever but tell me about what the inspiration behind that and yeah just talk to
0: me i guess yeah um it did start off just like i'm a big consumer of media i watch so many movies and tv shows and stuff so i i see when people cast or like they whitewash roles that should have been a person of color so it it started from that but also as someone who is an actress I did like enter this like period of frustration where I would be the only person of color in a room. I would be the only Brown girl in a room and I would never get a role. I would never get a chance. Like in my head, I was like, please, at least like a background character. Like I, like whether it was um, in film or in theater, I really wanted to just do a show or whatever. And yeah, I, I was really frustrated because like, like as soon as I walk into the room, I'm like, I'm not getting this. Like I have to work extra hard. And that's one of the things that my therapist told me was that when you're someone who's not white, you suffer from this like idea that you're not good enough. You could be good. You could be perfectly qualified to like be in a role or do a job, but because you're not white, you have to work even harder mm-hmm. to like stand out because they, they don't want you. And I was really frustrated and I was letting my feelings out in the notes app. And one of those poems came out. Yeah, that poem came out and I just wanted to see more stories like with with us, whether it's like more dark skinned Mexican people or Latinx people, uh, black people, indian people like everything and uh and it's it's hard because i always see that like usually the the, like the the qualifier for getting a role if you're a mexican or something is that you're half white like you're you're lighter skinned Mm -hmm. and i know that like biracial people suffer their own like thing but it is frustrating to see that like oh they chose her because she's a little more white, she's Mexican, but like she's a little more white, and it's stuff I've seen in telenovelas too like the blonde Mexican with blue eyes. Like, oh, yeah, but she's Mexican, so it's fine. And yeah, I was having a lot of those thoughts when I wrote that poem and a, a lot of frustrations.
1: Yeah. How long have you been pursuing acting?
0: Um, for like two, three years now. All right. Yeah. And
1: did you start like in college or were you actually like going out seeking roles like in Hollywood and like you know through Craigslist when Craigslist was a thing like you know, <laughs> background actors or something
0: it wasn't Craigslist but it was um there's this uh website called backstage
3: mm-hmm.
0: where they list all of like the the roles they want like uh all of the current like student films or even like big budget films that they're doing and that they're casting in a certain area and so I had like a year subscription and I would actually yeah I would go to Hollywood and I would uh, go to auditions or sometimes it would be student films which is like the easiest stuff to do which I ended up doing a lot of which was really fun Um, so yeah it started off at school like drama theater and that's what I wanted to do to, to do at first, but then I really got into film. So I dropped out of school and uh, pursued acting for a while. Did some acting classes, like legit acting classes, um, but it's really expensive. Um, I had a friend who was like, if you wanna be a successful actor, you have to have rich parents. I don't have rich parents. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, driving to, to LA, for auditions and stuff. That that was a thing for like a good year. Um, and then I did more theater and stuff and here and there. Yeah.
1: And so have you ever thought of writing your own thing? You know, I mean, you obviously you see the problem in a media where, you know, the the people that are portraying these characters might not be the perfect fit or the you know like what was it the last samurai it, you know you would think mm-hmm. an asian person would do it but you know it was um tom cruise yeah so like or um what what was the um with john hanson or what, what's his name something in the oh, shell Scarlett
0: johansson yeah ghost, ghost in, the, in the, shell. the
1: shell yeah yeah you would think it'd be some you know but you know they cast these like white people caucasians whatever they are um have you ever thought of making your own thing in order to and give the role to people like that are like you, you know, a little darker skinned?
0: Oh yeah, constantly. That's <laughs> like a dream of mine to like be a director or a screenwriter or something and like give chances to people of color. Like that, that's like one of the big dreams. <laughs>
1: Are you currently like pursuing that right now? Are you I mean you just wrote a book so maybe like that one scratched off maybe you could replace that with writing a script.
0: I I have thought about it. I I don't have like a story. I have so many stories in mind. I could I could write everything. But I don't know. Maybe I will. I I want to. I, I really want to. Like, maybe what's, I should try what's that keeping out. You?
1: What's keeping you from it?
0: Honestly, self-doubt, for sure. Um, and also the fact that I don't have a solid story okay. to write yet. It's the reason why I haven't written a fiction book too. Poetry was, I guess, easier to write because it was more personal and it, I, it comes out so easily. But building a world with characters that don't exist out of my brain is really hard. And I'd have to really hone in on one story and and
1: write it well i'm sure you have like fellow thespians you know that you could you know maybe do like a workshop or like maybe like get together through zoom and write something because it doesn't have to be all you usually like you know writers they they have help other people you know like they they help them out the script ideas you could build this world and you know you don't have to do on your own just because you're doing something doesn't mean you gotta do on your own like we all need help you gotta keep True. that in mind you gotta keep that I, acting.
0: i'm very much i am someone who's like oh it's fine i'll do it on my own like but you're right you're absolutely right I, yeah. I should have people like a team or something to write with me
1: yeah like usually that's how it works like you see comedians like seth rogan like he didn't do it on his own he has like I, fellow actors like that he went up you know they all grew together and then he he put them in these roles. He didn't. And he's not even the main writer sometimes. Like, he has, like, um, other writers that help him like with the with the movies themselves. Like, writing the actual script and stuff. Yeah. So, or, like, um, Adam Sandler. He's a perfect example. Like, you know, he always has the same group of people. Because yeah, they, all, they, they all went through the, you know, the struggles together. So, you got to keep that in mind. Like, I, I constantly have to keep that in mind myself. Like, I'm like you, kinda, a little bit proud. Like, nah, I could do it on my own. I don't need help, but maybe that's where I'm where I'm at because I refuse to ask for help. Maybe if I did ask for help, maybe I'd be a little bit farther, but that's a lesson that I'm learning right now. So I'm trying to help you. Don't, 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 don't go through that. That way you don't have to like, I'm um, learn from my experience, learning from my lessons and don't do that to yourself. Cause you're just going to keep yourself down. And if you tell yourself that you can't do it or you don't know how, I mean at some point you didn't know how to write a book but somehow you found out you got you have to help you know yeah. um she, um, what's your name from uh, alegría magazine
0: davina
1: yeah davina helped you right she yeah. I helped you from top to bottom how to write a book and without her help you wouldn't have been able to do it so maybe i'll help you don't even trip i'll help you write this story i already got a bunch <laughs> of them in my head so. <laughs> and, and maybe maybe you could apply some of these these your poetry into your book I mean, into yeah. your, like, a script. So, like, if you were to write a, like, right now, since we're just bullshitting right now, like, if you did write something, like, what do you think you would write? Like, would you write the next Harry Potter? The next, um, what's it, Twilight? Like, what would you write? Since you're, like, you like fiction, like, that was something that you planned to write at some point.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the last story I was working on was, like, a vampire story for sure. Because yeah. I am a big fan of The Lost Boys. Okay um I was watching it and for some reason I was like I could do better than this like it's a good movie but like you know it's got its, its stuff that it's like uh, could be better and so I don't know why my brain started going like what would I do if I wrote the lost boys and I I started writing like a well like outlining a story for like a vampire movie with like people of color and like how cool that would be! So that's like the last story I, I was like kind of working on. It's still a big work in progress. It's still an outline. I haven't written any chapters or anything, but I could see it as like a movie or a show or something. So I'm I'm not tied down to like it just being a book. It could be a movie or something.
1: Well, there you go, and just make make sure you write yourself a good role so you could you know you could show the world what you got. You know your acting skills. Yeah um, I don't know I don't know if there's anything else Like that you aren't even talking about Like I, I actually do wanna I'm curious like what got you into acting itself But I don't oh. know if you have anything But I wanna make sure you get the best out of this interview So I don't wanna just keep asking the same questions Or like talking about one topic itself Like I wanna make sure like You get what you came for mm-hmm. Uh
0: know I can talk about acting um, because I feel like, a, I have been talking about poetry for so long now. Uh-huh. I love poetry, but I, I still love acting
3: yeah.
0: so much, okay. but I, I can talk about that. Uh, I have always loved to act since I was like a little girl. Cause I'm very dramatic. Um, I think in high school was when like, I really started to like it. Cause we had to take like a film course as a requirement. And I liked directing, but then, like, I, rem- I, like, I wanted to do directing. But then I was like, I want to be in front of the camera. Like, I, I want to, like, do the roles. This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I did, like, a musical. But I didn't really pursue it because, like, in my family's eyes, they were like, that's not realistic. Like, you should do something more realistic. And so I went that route. And then, like, things just got weird and I dropped out of school and then like as I started finding myself um some a friend asked me like what would you do for free Mm -hmm. and I was like acting 100% like I didn't even hesitate I was like acting because that's I just love that Mm -hmm. and I don't know that just kick-started the whole thing of like going to Hollywood and taking classes and all of that and I had, I even did uh, the Sister Act last year um, in the fall slash winter, but then like coronavirus hit and I couldn't do any more shows, but if that didn't happen, I would still be doing shows for sure.
1: Like like you were, like, what role were you doing? Were you doing like Whoopi Goldberg's role or who were you? (laughs) No, I was
0: one of the nuns. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was, hey, that'd be cool an adaptation you know something different so D what do you prefer right now like would you go back like coronavirus is done would you prefer mm. to go to, towards theater or towards film like what would you pursue
0: oh this, the thing is film is more expensive to pursue mm. but if I could like put my heart into something I would probably be film for sure.
1: Yeah. And, um, like, the uh, see, that, that I remember what I was going to ask you. The the uh, the musical, what was the musical about?
0: The one in high school? Uh-huh. The one oh, the, in high school.
1: What, what oh, was sorry. the one that your, your family told you not to pursue? Because it was not realistic.
0: Oh, I, I did do it. Um, it was called uh, Working. And it was basically, like, looking into normal people's lives and, like, and like their, their struggles with their own work like middle class people and it was it was really fun um after that I wanted to do more musicals mm-hmm. but my parents told me to focus on like college applications and more realistic stuff and mm-hmm. so I did do it I just didn't do as much as I would have wanted
1: and so on top of writing and acting you could also sing yeah <laughs> why why come that that's in like you haven't published that. Or how come that's not knowledge? Like, at least to me. Like, I read your book. You, kn- you didn't mention that you're a singer.
0: I guess because it's something that I'm very humble about. I'm like, oh yeah, I can sing, I guess. Um, I've posted, like, a video here and there on my Instagram of me, like, doing acoustic songs with my, with my little sibling.
3: Mm.
0: Um, but I don't know. Those videos don't really get that much attention. And also, I... I'm very self-conscious about singing in front of a camera, but I—that is also a dream of mine to sing and like make music one day. I have many dreams.
1: Just close your eyes. You don't have to see the camera if you close your eyes. <laughs> True. Uh, I mean, I sometimes like when I speak to like people, I close my eyes so I won't get—I get intimidated. Like you would think, like I do a show and I talk to people like for the show, but. I am very self-conscious about how I speak and what I say cuz um I don't know like I, I well you probably could tell I have an accent but I grew up like not speaking en- English as my my main language mm. so like I'm self-conscious of how I pre- pronunciate things so but yeah I mean you have to do this I mean I have to speak so there's no way for me to go around it but for you like you gotta, if that's something you love to do, then sing, sing a little harder way. And um, now that you got the book out, like maybe you'll get more attention. Like before you 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 mentioned, like oh that that doesn't get as much attention, but now that you got the book out, people are gonna be looking for you now. So you know maybe you might get a role. You never know.
0: Maybe that would be a dream.
1: Yeah. So like, what would your dream role be? Oh
0: my gosh. Um, I'm a big fantasy nerd. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I've always wanted to work with Guillermo del Toro, okay, because I love him.
1: So you like horror stuff then?
0: I like like fantasy and horror a little yeah. bit, yeah.
1: Like, like the Pan's Labyrinth, or
0: <gasps> yeah, what was that? I love the, that movie.
1: What was the one with the fish? Like Shape fish of Water? Pen? Shape of Water. What you? Think I like of that Pan's movie? Labyrinth.
0: Um, I thought it was good, but I like Pan's Labyrinth more.
1: Yeah, all right, for sure. I've not I've been watched it all the way through. I always, like, I just see the thing with like the guy with the hand, the hands, like the the eyes on the hands. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, that's not for me.
0: <laughs> that's understandable. That's yeah. understandable.
1: Like, well, are you a fan of David Bowie? Because he's the main actor, right? In it.
0: Oh yeah. No, that's uh, that's another movie called The Labyrinth.
1: Oh okay. My I bad.
0: love that movie too. I love that movie too.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, that that that's you right there, like, an actor, singer, and, you know, poet at the same time, so, I, I would I would think you, I mean, but it's the wrong movie, so, I don't see how you would identify, like, from that, from those of things, it's just, I guess the name of it was familiar to me, so I associated with that. Yeah,
0: movie. but you brought up another movie I love, so it's fine. Nah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, wh- who, who do you get your inspiration from when it comes to singing? How did you even start singing, like? Was it like a little hobby or was it just a way for, for you to express yourself when you're younger?
0: Um, I would always sing since I was little. Like we had a little karaoke machine when I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I would always sing like Shakira through there. She, she was my, my biggest inspiration, I think, for, for dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the farthest I, I can remember. I love her songs and I, I love her um, and I don't know recently one of my favorite artists is her name is Halsey because mm-hmm. I love I love what she sings about um, but if, if we go back I think it would be Shakira that inspired me oh. and Rebelde, RBD oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: no, the novela or yo soy rebelde that one yeah is. yeah I used yeah. to watch it back in the day. Like, I'm not afraid to admit it. I used to watch it.
0: It's so good. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I I like the red headed girl. She was funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, Roberta.
1: Yeah. I'm not good with names. So I forget my own name. So but, yeah, okay. it, was, it was good. It was a good show. When I like right after school, I was like straight to that novella or it, it's a novella, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So my last question. All right. Well, one of my like like, I I do this thing where I say it's the last question, but it's really not the right. The last question. I always ask something else. Okay. My last question. All right. All right. So you're going to be successful for one thing which you currently are passionate about, which is writing, acting or singing. Which one would you prefer it to be? Honestly,
0: as much as I love writing, I think i would i want to be a famous actress for sure Mm -hmm. that's like still my number one dream all
1: right and then now my my other last question so um what do you hope to accomplish through your writing like i mean you use this as an outlet to express yourself um you you mentioned that um therapy was a, a huge reason why you know you started doing poetry so like but what why did you actually put it out and like what do you accomplish what do you hope to accomplish with it
0: Um I want to create a connection with people and and just reach out to people that feel the same way as I do or have felt the same way as I do and I just want to destigmatize mental illness
3: mm.
0: too because that that's still something we need to work through and that going to therapy is okay, and being angry or sad or or feeling dark things is okay, mm-hmm. because there's always like how you said. I think there's a phrase where people say, "Without yeah. the dark, we wouldn't be able to see the stars." Mm-hmm. I was gonna mention that earlier, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I think there's like I, I I don't know where I heard it or saw it. I saw it today. Maybe it was one of your books, but uh, or your writing to that. You can't. Something about sadness. Oh, like you can't. You can't. Um... You can't enjoy happiness without sadness. Cause, man, nah, never mind. Like in the intro, uh, if I find it again, oh,
0: yeah. I think. Like I think I, I understand what you mean. Like without, like we those... wouldn't appreciate happiness. Or yeah, something.
1: something like that. Yeah, I mean you get me. You get me. Yeah, so I'm gonna hook. I'm a hook you up with a nice script don't worry about that <laughs> okay um, yeah so like i said this is the last uh that was my last question but i want to leave it up to you is there anything that i i might have missed that you wanted to talk about um anything that you feel strongly about that is going on right now that you kind of want to get a message out there or maybe you have a question for me i don't know
0: um no i don't think i i I don't have any events currently 2020 is the worst um but I guess if there's anything I would say is that if you're feeling sad or angry or anything you're not alone and it's okay to feel that way you feel especially right now in this year of 2020 it is horrible um follow your dreams Mm and all of that
1: (laughs) for you you got to think about it like 2020 might might be horrible but Look what you accomplished in 2020. You wrote a book in 2020. Like, you did something. Yeah. So, it's not all bad. You know, you got to think about it. Like, not everything's bad. Like, you, there's something, there's some light to it all. You made something in 2020 that you could carry out in 2021, 22, 23, and maybe grow from it. And other people are going to read it and take something. And like, right now, we're all at home and the pandemic. And we're looking for something to do. So I encourage you to go grab her book. Um, where is it available? Oh, you know what? Just let us know your plugs and where they can find your book.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Lopez, And you can find my book uh, there on my Instagram on, in, on Etsy. Or you could also buy on Alegría Magazine's uh, website.
1: All right. Um, Yeah, so... Um, thank you for being here. appreciate it. Thank you um for you know your time. Make sure you guys go grab her book. You just wanna support an artist and you wanna get great quality um reading out of something, encourage you to go grab her book. All right, so uh, I'm gonna let you go, but um don't go. It's just for me to end the recording. All right. Okay. All right, well, thank you for being here. Um I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. All right, guys. So that was Veronica Lopez. Make sure you go grab her book. You can get it Amazon Prime. Or I think, yeah, Amazon Prime, you can get it for your Kindle. I believe it's also on Etsy. And like I said on the intro, I will be giving out a free copy of her book, Lightning in a Bottle. And make sure you go listen to her playlist. You know, it'll tie in, i will make a great combination. And at the end of the day, she made it for the book. So you gotta, if you wanna get the most, the best experience, yeah check out that playlist so like i said make sure you go grab her book um yeah go find her her instagram account is she period veronica lopez um yeah tell her how much how much you enjoyed her book in this episode and please share this episode with your friends make sure you go leave a five star view on itunes make sure you go get some merch at tspring.com slash let me know pod and if you use the promo code let me know you'll save 20 percent all right guys that's it i don't want to take too much time hope you guys enjoyed this episode hopefully you guys come back next week because i'll be doing another giveaway i'm so happy to be able to you know start the year or actually well for me start the year with the podcast obviously i didn't start the year here but i did start the year this is the first episode of this year and just to be able to start the year with the giveaway i feel so happy and Hope you guys take advantage you know she's 23 years old what what, what were you doing at 23 i already said what i was doing so just think about that support a young entrepreneur a young author somebody that's trying to i mean i'm sure she's trying to figure stuff out and you know her knowing that people enjoy her writing i'm sure it's gonna boost her confidence and uh, i'll boost my confidence too so Help us out. Boost our confidence all the way around. All right, guys. That's it for me. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for spending another year with me. And thank you guys for giving Veronica a chance. Because it means more to us than you'll ever know. All right, guys. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for being you. And thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. All right, guys. So next time, I'll see you. Bye.
3: Bye. <music>